Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Buckle up. This just in. Breaking news. What? You call this shit news? Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Just some normal, just some normal toes. Just, just looking at Lil' Kim's piggies from the 90s. That's not her. Um, that yeah. is her, actually. <clears throat> really? Yeah. She is a nightmare to behold now. Oh hmm. <laughs> uh, no, that is uh, uh, Dustin Diamond. Not anymore. He's dead. Yeah. What? R.I.P. Did you not know Dustin Diamond is dead? Yeah, he got like of all the ways he should have died. Like he got like some rare, like fast acting form of cancer, and they're like, "You have cancer. You'll be dead in seven hours <laughs> or something like that." He was in the hospital for like a week, <clears throat> and then. He was no more. Yeah, and fucking, what's his name? Uh, Mark Paul Gosler. Yeah, he's he's had like six careers, and then what's the other guy who cheated but also played Colonel Sanders? AC Slater. Yeah. I mean, um, Mario Mario Lopez. Yeah. That dude has aged fantastically. Yeah. He is the anti little Kim. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's he's still extremely fuckable. I mean, yeah. looks good. Uh, is he Scientologist? I don't think so. You know who else looks real good now? Wilmer Valderamos. Does he? Oh, fuck yeah. Could you pick one woman? No. Holy uh, do you not know how gay people work? All right, so you're saying after a woman turns 30, this just the end. What do you mean after 30? After like 26. Okay. Actually, I clearly don't know how to spell this guy's name. I don't need to look him up. <clears throat> um... It didn't come up when you typed in Wilmer? I think I might have... Yeah, I spelled his name wrong. Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. He looks better than his Fez days, uh-huh. that's for sure. Yeah, he looks like a, he looks like a dark-haired uh, Justin Timberlake if Justin Timberlake was a man. <laughs> How old do you think this guy is? He, he seems like a tiny fellow. I think he's 45. What? He looks like Ricky Menudo. Ricky Menudo? Are you talking about Ricky Martin? I think that might have been racist, but I'm not sure. No, he was in Minuto. Yeah. Ricky Martin was. Wilmer wasn't. No, I said he looked like... Wilmer Valderrama is younger than me. He looks like him because he's also Puerto Rican? Dude, he's still young. So... No, He's Jennifer Connelly is like 50. She looks great still. Yeah, really good. Um, so you've been a lot of interesting places. Mm-hmm. This is a setup for a question. Mm-hmm. Iowa was not one of them. No, no, no. I just mean like not even places in the world or in America, just like interesting. To the third base in a Hyundai. <laughs> Did you got see? That, got that sweet, sweet Geico <clears throat> money. No, like interesting, probably shows houses sketchy places how many um toilet cams do you think you've been recorded on okay probably just the one (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think you killed him (laughs) we spent the night at chuck berry's house of pissing (laughs) yeah 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 Did you did you have to follow the blues clues to find it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, just that one. <laughs> uh, Why do you I, ask? 
I, it's just I, I I thought of you know in my random musings. What about a toilet cam? What's a toilet cam? It's right in the fucking name. Yeah, I think the two things that are components of it are in the title. <laughs> it's a cam mm. in a toilet. It's a man named Cameron who's made out of a toilet. Yeah. No, it's just, you know, people like to watch, so, some people like to watch people poop and pee. Uh, some it? people, namely Chuck Berry. Um, he's probably the most famous toilet camist. Is this a really long walk for a streaming pub? No. <laughs> no. Um, I was just wondering, because like... We generally frown on puns in this <clears> podcast. <throat> yeah. yeah. As in life. Yeah. <laughs> It just occurred to me, like, in, in my random musings one day, I was thinking, like, I don't know where toilet cams popped into my head. I was setting one up. That's what it was. Um, at a Walmart. Best buttholes there. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, Scott's been a lot of weird, weird places. Mm-hmm. I bet he's inadvertently been on. You wouldn't obviously know the full answer. No. But I wish there was a camera there when I, I watched that guy washing his dick in the sink in the Walmart in Portland. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear that tale? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. That was a special one. Um, you've had a lot of strangers' dicks in my eye holes. <laughs> no, just interesting bathroom experiences. Yeah. Oh man. With not even just like solo bathroom experiences. Like the guy that walked in on you was like, "You're nasty." That was a funny one. <laughs> I really enjoyed that one. Yep. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I. I maybe, but I doubt it. I don't. I don't. End up. I mean, he's like filming things for cake fuckers and stuff. You know, I mean, he's he's out there living. <laughs> I mean, the man wrote Johnny Be Good. If he wants to watch me pinch a loaf, let him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The full title is Johnny Be Good at Shitting. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That just mm-hmm. occurred to me. Hmm. Okay. Clenching the cheeks. Yeah, I've had to do that many a time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, you got anything else? Mm. Any other? And you could tell that story. Oh, no, you can't tell that story. It was a work story. Mm-hmm. That lady being terrible. Yeah, no, I was just... I, this isn't a funny story at all, but I had a weird like six degrees of separation thing. So... We have a fuckload of new employees where I work, and they make. And then a, Kevin Bacon walked in. Yeah, no, they make us all. Uh, they make us train them rather than the managers training them. <clears throat> so I was training this girl yesterday about how to use our scheduling app, which was weird because they're like, "Yeah, can you just walk her through the Dayforce app?" I'm like, "I don't know how to use it, and I've <laughs> had it for four years. Like, I know how to use it well enough, but every time I need to do something." Out of the ordinary, I have to ask a manager, how do you do this? And they're like, fuck, I don't know. Let me look. Um, and they want, but anyway, I'm talking to this girl and like I finished the whole presentation. We spent like 20 minutes and I was like, do you have any questions? She goes, I do have kind of a random question. I was like, oh. I was like, what? She's oh. like, do you ever do anything with Wrong Brain, which is the artist collective? And I was like, yeah. yeah. She's like, ah, oh, I thought that's where I knew you. And I was like, did we meet? She's like, no, but I was really good friend friends with Cameron Russell, and he oh. used to talk about you all the time, and he, uh, he said you were really cool. I was like, oh, all right. That's weird. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that's cool. Thanks for making me sad about my dead friend here at work. <laughs> <Yeah>. Appreciate you. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. And then 
I saw her four hours later at the Target in Summersworth, but didn't recognize her and couldn't figure out why this girl, teenage girl and her boyfriend walked by and she goes, hi there. And I'm like, the fuck is your, but <laughs> she also wasn't wearing a mask where she was at work. So yeah. I, and then I, re- and that, that time you were like, you probably recognize me from the toilet cam. <laughs> this isn't my best angle. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I know that taint. <laughs> Uh, it is distinctive. Mm-hmm. Like, there seems like there's a spot for a third ball there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like a just like a pedestal left over after Indiana Jones has left. That's true. That's true. The Shankara school. What? Did we know you went to Catholic school? For eight years? Did we? Did you guys know that I went to Catholic school for eight years? Yeah, I, we've talked about it. Many I assume so. Podcast. I've also kindergarten. I've also, yeah, he's not was, religious. He just went. You were kind of like Dana Carvey, right? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, kindergarten through eighth grade. You mean Canadian, right? I went to Catholic school, St. Andrew Avellino Catholic School for the Blind. No, it was uh, just nuns. a normal Catholic school in Flushing, New York. All nuns? No, uh, some nuns, some regular now, teachers. M- to, some some teachers that aren't in dress-up. Male nuns are called warlocks, right? Yes, their their spells were impressive, Mm -hmm. Um, and one of them looked a lot like Christopher Walken. Mm. He was the even the movie Warlock, right? I maybe I didn't even know there was a movie called Warlock. Hold on, hold on a second. That's the review it right away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, it's a movie called Warlock. Are we even sure that there's a movie called Warlock? I mean, sounds like a really good idea. (laughs) There's a huh. 1959 film? No, thank you. Oh, no, that's... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Julian Sands. Wait. Uh, no. he, was in, he, he was in something like that. I got to look up Christopher Walken now. Luckily, he's only been in, like, what, three or four movies? So yeah, his, yeah. His IMDb real, real quick. Real easy. I think... When I said Warlock, you were thinking of the Deer Hunter. <laughs> oh, that was it. Yeah, um, those things are almost identical. Yeah, no, they didn't really like beat anybody up or anything like that. They were a, they were a little free with their uh, freer with their punishments than you would be in a normal ass school. Mm. But it was oh, wow. so much movies, so, so many. Oh. Um. Well, he it's he's famous for having the thing like he just has a his set day rate, and if you can meet his day rate, he and he doesn't have something else scheduled, he will do your movie regardless if he's interested in it or not. Yep. Yeah, and he just has like I don't even think he has an agent. He just has like a answering machine. No, that's Bill Murray. That is that's Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. No, but uh, did you ever see that movie Suicide Kings? Yeah. Where. It's like a. It's funny. I it's, just came up to it. Yeah. It was a good movie. There's a bunch of prep school uh, kids who knew each other from prep school. They're you know affluent, and one of them has gambling debts, so they kidnap uh, a, a mid-level mafia boss played by Christopher Walken, and trying to extort money from him. But um, most of the movie, he has a bag over his head, which was a smart plot device because they only had Christopher Walken for four days on set so it's ah, someone so else yeah yeah a scab mm-hmm. weekend at Walken mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Maybe he wasn't in a movie as a warlock. He's he was pretty great as uh, the headless horseman. Wow, he's got a lot of uh, headless movies, yeah. huh? You know who else was the headless horseman in that movie? Darth Maul. He is playing the. Emperor I mean, too. he is a Sith Lord. He's not real. But. <laughs> no, Ray Park also yeah. did all the stunts for the headless. Not Ray Parker Jr., you <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid ninny. He's really good. He also played Snake Eyes in the first two G.I. Joe movies, which yeah. were terrible. There's, there's a new, like, Snake Eyes. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. So it's good? Well, to be honest, it's yeah, actually a pretty good action movie. It's just a terrible G.I. Joe movie. Are there good G.I. Joe movies? No. Okay. But it's the so, worst. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Okay. Despite the fact that the Rizza is in it. What about the Jizza? No. No, okay. No, you got no old dirty bastard. Inspect the deck? No. Oh, Jesus. I think Raekwon <laughs> did craft services on that. <laughs> Ghostface? Maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. I'll have to ask Mike. Yeah. He seems like an inti- intimidating gentleman. Ghostface, not Mike. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Mike seems like an anthropomorphic uh, uh, tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna text him that pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, there's this uh, a mutual friend of ours who's a he, he's a a very talented uh, rapper, but uh, he looks like if uh, the Mars Volta had AIDS. Here you go. Kind of. He's working on his new album right now, this week. There you go. Mm-hmm. Lots of hair. Yeah. Various photos. But he's toured with the RZA a few times. He's on his label. Yeah. Labia. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Do it. Labia Menorah. That's with the... It's the Jewish the, one? Yeah, the nine candles. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the I-9 candles. Mm-hmm. No! Uh, I'm sorry. No! Apologize. No! All right. <clears throat> so he raps real fast. He does. That now. So uh, <laughs> now we're we'll start with our uh, first tale here. News of our demise. This is kind of a the world is coming to an end story. Mm-hmm. Specific and in this particular genre of apocalypse, I'm referring to like just rampant clear wealth inequality and other shenanigans. Oh, not the fun kind of apocalypse where Anya Taylor-Joy plays Charlize Theron. More affluent, a.k.a. rich and annoying New Yorkers all go out to the Hamptons Mm -hmm. every weekend or whenever they don't have to work, which is probably most of the time because their money makes them money. You know what I'm saying? Phrases like that that I don't understand because I'm poor. Um, Mm -hmm. So they drive out to the Hamptons. The Hamptons is a fucking pain in the dick to drive out to because there's shit tons of traffic because all those rich fuckers are going out there. So there is a thing called Hampton's Bladder because people have to stop and pee a whole bunch of times, but there is not a lot of places to pee. So rich New Yorkers are getting bladder surgery and Botox to avoid bathroom breaks on the drive to to the Hamptons. Um, what what <clears throat> traffic and route to the I'll read it traffic and route to the Hamptons has gotten so bad that it is sending some well-heeled New Yorkers to the doctor for a medical procedure that reduces the urge to pee so often crawling through increasingly insufferable summer traffic 
to and from second homes, sometimes as far as 100 miles away, has left many New York City, many of New York City's wealthiest, especially those on the older side, with increased bladder issues, as there are few places to stop during the multi-hour trip. So, I mean, you could stop an infinite number of places, nearly, mm-hmm. and pee yeah, where, anywhere. Whenever you have to pee, yeah. stop, get out, yeah. throw that pee onto the ground, <laughs> get back in your car. Throw it. Yeah. Just God, I, you do pee, pee weird, huh? Yeah. I was wondering what all that commotion was during your last yard piss. Just get a fistful of piss and yeah. toss it. Look like you're fucking throwing horseshoes over I was there. Trying to hit that rabbit. Uh, yeah, there was several rabbits to combat "quote unquote" Hampton's bladder. New Yorkers who summer in the exclusive Long Island enclave are seeking a pair of specialized medical procedures: prostate artery embolization, which, which that sounds like a real legitimate procedure like Mm -hmm. that sounds like there could be other side effects uh, which reduces the size of the prostate in men and bladder botox which decreases urinary frequency for women a lot of people have problems with this issue they come to the hampton when they come to the hamptons and have to stop four or five times on the way but can't find a restroom um says dr david schusterman a New York City urologist who's been advertising the procedure with the tagline, race to the Hamptons, not to the bathroom. This guy must work for Charmin. I feel like he created a solution for a problem that no one had. <laughs> and he was just like, hey, you know how you've always had to pee and can't? And they're like, uh, oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Schusterman said he has seen a 20% spike in patients seeking PAE procedures this spring. I don't see them until around May. Then all of a sudden, May comes and they care more when they're in a car with a bunch of people and they're embarrassed because they have to go peepees. I hate that, dude. He didn't say peepees. Um, That's not why I hate him. Oh, okay. Speaking of that, I just saw Soul Asylum play on <laughs> Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> Down on Hampton's bladder earlier this week. What? Yeah, At Wally's. Different. Yeah. That yeah. That's Hampton's bladder. That's, <laughs> that's not, what I'm saying. Not Hampton's. Yeah. I'm so sorry you had to go to that. It was uh, uh it was terrible. It was uh terrible. it was real sad, but I was supporting my friends. It was real sad? Yeah, I saw I saw your bandmate Tim McCoy there. I'm sorry he had to go there too. Nah, he was there supporting people he cared about. No, New Nord. Oh, yeah. Those guys are good. Um, oh, yeah. While we're talking about local music, I'm uh, since who knows when this will actually come out. Mouth Almighty 5, uh, August 28th in Kittery at the Food Truck Pod. <laughs> yep. Food Truck Pod? Mm-hmm. Sounds futuristic. It is. Yeah. That's where Taco Cat sets up. Is it like the pod would imply there's almost like a covering and you're quasi indoors? It would imply that, but it, it is not correct. Okay. It's outside, and there's like three to five food trucks at any given time. What Just if I, what if I food truck bladder? Oh, then um, uh, you'll have to watch Soul Asylum. That's the <laughs> rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you pee at all during the Soul Asylum show? Just emotionally. Actually, I did. I did. And, oh, and no, I did, actually, and I, or I attempted to, and I got... Stage fright, which I haven't gotten in a public restroom in years. I, my first question was going to be, were you in the restroom? <laughs> <Are we? laughs> no, I, yeah, I was. Um, but there was no partition, and uh, the dude was standing really far away. The guy next to me was standing. Was it a urinal or just like a regular? 
It was a toilet. It was a urinal, but okay. so there's two urinals and then one stall. Um, but they were pretty close to each other, and there was no divider. You just eyeballing your your hanger steak. Well, I think because it's a re- it's a very clearly a Republican punk rock shit crust uh, bar. I was like, oh no, this dude probably has a gun, and he's looking at my pee pee. You know. thought he was a meat gazer? No, I just thought he was gonna fight me at any given moment. <laughs> I, don't I mean, know. that's the one time he probably doesn't want to fight you. He could get peed on. Maybe. Yeah. And especially out now that you've had your PAE surgery, you're holding back gallons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only squeezed out like two drops. I had nothing. Huh. And then how did that affect the rest of your night? Did you just have to still piss when you went back out to the... Yeah, I only stayed for three Soul Asylum songs. Okay. And then you went and pissed someplace else? Yeah, at home. I'm still worried about this piss. You had to take care of it somewhere. Yeah, I piss a lot these days, so... Me too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's all about being old and going to the Hamptons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Oklahoma man says Bigfoot made him kill his fishing partner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why? You don't think he had a fishing partner? So they were noodling. They weren't rod and reel fishing. They were noodling. You're not familiar with noodling? Yeah, there you go. He knows what noodling is. They like get like partially, they get, you know, chest deep in the water and they, they basically face fist fuck catfish and the catfish hold on. I don't know how they find them. I guess they're in holes. They're in holes. What state is this? The South. Uh-huh. This was in Oklahoma. I was going to say noodling up here. We call it tummy sorts. No. <laughs> oh, I've killed quite a few of my tummy sword partners, so I get where he's coming from. (laughs) It's not a duel every time. Bigfoot didn't make me do it, but he whispered it in my ear. So first of all, Larry Sanders, 53, he looks terrible for 53. Look at him. Mm -hmm. I'm five years older than you. Yeah, I mean, he looks better than you, but... uh, (laughs) uh, So he stands charged with... It looks like John Lurie's stunt double. (laughs) He, sta- uh, he stands charged with first-degree murder after allegedly admitting to f- first to f- a family member and later to police, that's the one that counts, uh, to killing his noodling fishing partner, Jimmy Knighton, who Sanders claimed wanted him dead by the hand of the mythical monster Bigfoot. Noodling is a popular fishing technique used in this... Blah, blah, blah. Um, he appeared to be under the influence of something. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. Uh, what? So his statement yeah, it's was a that Yeti. Mr. Knighton has had summoned Bigfoot to come and kill him, and that's why he had to kill Mr. So if 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 okay. that's flawed logic. Right. If yeah. Bigfoot is on the prowl and has been summoned to kill you, Bigfoot's not a monster to just leave things to chance. He's not even spotted. So he like he's like a ninja. He's like Snake Eyes. He's played by um, that Ray guy. Park. Yeah. So if he's already on his way, killing this guy isn't going to help you in any way. If Bigfoot was really already coming, he uh, he would Maybe be breathing heavy. You think that's the case? Bigfoot was like, ah, he's not going to pay me anymore. Yeah, so well, what was he, uh, he wasn't because uh, Bigfoot's not real. And this guy's crazy. God, you're ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think he's so much crazy as a really bad liar. 
the worst liar. I think he's crazy. I mean, I don't know. I think he's perpetually drunk. I think he's been punched in the nose hard a lot in his life. You think his ears look weird? Just one of them. Wait, but you think Kelly McGillis looks good? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> um, little known fact, Kelly McGillis is Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And also that dude's left ear. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's the real reason she wasn't in Top Gun. She was telling someone to murder up someone. Yeah. While they were tummy sorting in the water. <laughs> it was noodling, not tummy sorting. Same thing. No. Uh, sometimes it's called Hardy's, sometimes it's Carl's Jr. It's but either no matter where you are, you eat it, you're gonna get diarrhea. Cha cha cha. Just saying. Cha cha cha. Yeah, that was good. Brought that one back to a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go like this? Jazz like hands? jazz hands? That's not jazz hands. That's like. Cr- I'm not Bob Fosse. Come on now. <laughs> um, noodling in and of itself is relatively dangerous. You can just get pulled underwater and by catfish. Yeah, those fuckers can get huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My first and last time fishing was when I caught a catfish when I was like eight years old, and then my friend, my childhood best friend's Robbie Deckelbaum, his father, like showed That's us name how to cut the head off and he like made me do it. I was like, I don't want to do it. He's like, you caught it. You cut its head off. <laughs> and I cut its head off and I was upset. And then I was a vegetarian for the rest of my life. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. It was like at that point that you I was feel like, like this was a real like pivotal I, moment in your I, life. That I, I, didn't was know like, about. I was yeah. like, Oh, fish is an animal. Oh, not anymore. Has to have a head to be an animal boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you dream about noodling? Is that why you you would never noodle, right? I don't think so. Yeah. How many people do you think have tried noodling with their dick? All. That I'm sure that dude has. Yeah. He's like it was Bigfoot's idea. <laughs> <laughs> um That's a pretty good excuse. I don't know. This like it's pretty universal. What reminded me of this was sticking your dick and stuff, but Katie like stuck her dick in you? Yeah. Uh she texted me this like tiktok video and it was like for a product and like some guy was like walking through like a hallway or a a bedroom or whatever and he would just chuck a shirt and it would get sucked into like this hole that was in the wall oh yeah 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 i've seen that yeah and she's like goes to the laundry room or it's like a yeah (laughs) it's like a shop vac but in your house yeah um for your clothes and she was like that's cool right and i was like yeah but where we would we can't have that and she was like why and i was like we're gonna have at some point in the near future we're gonna have two teenage sons i don't need a waist high dick sucking machine that leads to my clothes <laughs> and she was like why would you think about it i was like because maybe the first thing i thought of was putting my dick I'm in thinking there about fucking it. <laughs> yeah because i'm gonna get there before they do mm-hmm. jesus but they're gonna have a lot more like you know they're going to be teenagers. She's like, the basement's flooded and it hasn't <laughs> rained in weeks. Is this floor sealant? No, it's milk. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely don't let ch- small children drink it. <laughs> Unless they're in Juneau, Alaska. Yeah, white boogers. 
Ugh, yep. All right, moving along. So have you ever heard of this guy, Nick Fuentes? Nope. He is... He was in Menudo, right? (laughs) Yes. He is an extreme right-wing white nationalist that has like... His last name's Fuentes, right? Yup. None of this has to make sense. So he's racist, and he's also an incel. So he claims that... Does he he, have a talk show? Yeah. Uh, He is the straightest guy... Um, and he says, well, I'll read you his whole thing. Um, in recent episode of his show, America First, cool name, yep. uh, he said, quote, gay people do date girls all the time. All these, because he's famously never like had a relationship or anything like that. Uh, by famously, I mean famous amongst the people who have any fucking idea who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had heard of him before. Um but gay people do date girls all the time. All these gay people are coming out and saying, I've had more girlfriends than Nick. I've had sex with more girls than Nick. They actually That actually makes me more heterosexual than anyone. Wait for it. If we're really being honest, never having a girlfriend, never having sex with a woman really makes you more heterosexual. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, dating women is gay. Having sex with women is gay and having sex with men is gay. Really, it's all gay. The only real straight heterosexual position is to be an asexual incel. That's it. That's all there is. But wait, there's more. Having sex in it in itself is okay, I think. I think it's really a gay act. Think about it this way. What's gayer than being all like, I need cuddles, I need kisses, I need to spend time with a woman? That's a little sus. I think, really, I'm, like, the straightest guy. Science the shit out of that. <laughs> Dead so hard. Um, I, like I need cuddles. Mm-hmm. As if that's why the guys are there the vast majority of the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, let's not move too fast. I'm just here for the cuddles, ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. I wish it was, like, uh, guys being there like I need cuddles I need kisses I need noodling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep and then he went on to what's that you say Bigfoot while claiming to be the the, the straightest guy ever he went on to use the word sus mm-hmm. come on mm-hmm. so so yeah he's whatever oh. happened to Daisy Fuentes she was real hot they're not related um, look if you think V- Vilmer was in Menudo then. Hmm. Hmm. Some Kelly McGillis-ish happened there. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She looks all right. Uh-huh. She looks good there. Yikes. Looking good there. Nice uh, inner side boob. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, she's holding up. She was born in 66, so what does that make her? 200. I know that, but she was, I mean, not all of these. Some of these are got to be new photos. But she was born in 66. Somebody do math for me. 54? 56. 56? Because that's, because numbers. No, because I'm two years older than you. <clears throat> I know, because numbers. I keep cutting in and out with my hearing here. I might be having a stroke, though, that's so what we will, we'll ignore it. COVID brain. Yeah. I didn't, I don't feel like I really got that. I was the same level of dumb as I always was. Hmm. I just couldn't smell things. 
Hmm. It was like a superpower, though, because I was, for some reason, I was, I say for some reason, like every other day of my life, I was just devastating the, any room I was in with, like, noxious fumes from my, uh, my, my, my butthole. Um, you have to say cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. It not, was... Not when you're farting. It was wind diarrhea. Cha-cha-cha. Mm. Um, and I could not smell it at all and katie was just being just tortured i probably could have asked her like questions and she would have given me truths you don't think you so i guess you never get used to the smell of your partner's turd ghosts no. not mine no. <laughs> turd ghosts i don't i mean i've been around you long enough i don't remember your farts being exceptionally stinky but i'm also a monster so, so <laughs> no but i mean you're also like not often like under covers with me and then like they waft i trap them under there for and to they be waft fair out. you're not aware that i'm often <laughs> under covers with you <laughs> so this is the this is the question and i've legitimately thought about this for years i'm in what do you got so the whole thing about like because you can fart I can. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> and you smell your own fart, and you can be aware that it's very strong smelling. But I, I feel like most, well, maybe guys only, but yeah, uh, we're a little bit pleased with our own smell. You're like, oh god damn, that's there's been horrible. a rare occasion where I was like not yeah. okay with it. Yeah, but like, that's when you're not feeling you're great like, or whatever. I need to go to the hospital right <laughs> away. But so if so, let me ask you this: if you Let's say you fart in a room real just just it's rank. Yeah. And then you Easy to imagine. Walk into the next room and like bump your head, whatever, get knocked out for fifteen seconds or whatever, and lose your immediate like uh, short term memory mm -hmm. and then walk into back into the room you had just farted in. Does it like you don't remember that you had just farted? Will it yeah. smell bad to you or will it smell good? I'm not even laughing at whatever my answer is gonna be. I am laughing that this is what you've been spending your I time think about, about. I've been thinking about this for years. years. Um, I think you would instantly identify it as your own. Hmm. Yeah, it's your brand. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's me. Also, my head's bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> I was. So one of the most satisfying things ever just happened to me yesterday. So speaking of <laughs> things that. No, for real. Uh, Did you go noodling? Yeah. Uh, Bigfoot noodling. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Uh, when I was a kid, in school, one day they showed us a short film, and it had a very, very profound, devastating effect on me. And Did somebody like stepping out of a Barney costume? Yes. Okay. No, Naked. this is this is in the eighties uh, or early eighties. Danny DeVito. No, but and. This is what back when I lived in Maryland, and I couldn't, you know, it was a short film, and I didn't, you know, I was a kid, I didn't know who any of the actors were in it or whatever, and it was Christopher Walken. Yeah, he's in everything. No, but I like it, 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 and it was a very melancholy, dark. It's, it's science fiction, but it's not futuristic, and um, but it was the first time where I had like, so the premise is. It takes place on Venus. These kids are all in a school, but it's like basically it's a colony on Venus, but it looks just like Earth. The only difference is it rains 
every day, all day long. Um, and then every seven years, they have one hour where it stops raining and, and the sun comes out. So the kids are all excited about it. Um, and they're like the teachers are preparing them. And they're elementary school kids. There's this one girl, this fucking little twat who's from Earth. <laughs> and she's seen the sun before. So she's always telling all the other kids about it. And like, you know, they're preparing them. They have to wear like glasses so that <clears throat> basically because they've never looked directly yeah, yeah. at the sun before. Whatever. <laughs> You're not supposed to look directly at it. Unless, Is that true? Unless you're a former president of yours. Oh, all right. <laughs> so, because they're fighting with this girl, they end up locking her in a closet. Like, they're joking that, like, they're teasing her that they're not going to let her out and see the sun. But then when they go outside, like, the teacher calls them out because the sun's coming out. They forget about her, and they're so, like, enraptured by the actual sunlight that they legitimately forget about her. And then they, the teacher, like towards the end of the hour, is like, "Where's you know Sandy or whatever the fuck her name was?" And they're like, "Oh shit!" And then they they remember they've locked her in and they let her out. And just as she walks outside, it starts raining again, and it's just it. But it, it like it was the first time where I had ever like seen like like you know like people being vindictive like you know in a movie or whatever. Anyway. I couldn't remember the name of it or even really the plot elements of it. Uh, I just remembered being incredibly upset about it. And I would I would talk to people about it from every once in a while for years. No one knew what the fuck I was talking about. And they're like, I've never seen that. I have no idea. I have no idea what you're I talking I want to see it. So I happened to mention it to one of my coworkers yesterday. And he's like, I've never seen that. That sounds super depressing. He's like, you know more people than anyone I know. Why don't you just put an Instagram story up uh, describing that and someone will know, which he was correct within 10 minutes of me putting it up. It's it's called All Summer in a Day. Um, but What grade were you in when they played you this fucking... Like fourth grade. What the fuck? Yeah. But... Literally, literally, all last night and all day today, I probably had forty people be like, "It's this, it's this," and some people I know, some people I don't, because I can't figure out how to take down an Instagram story. Oh, and yeah. So just each time, I'm like, "Oh, thank you," rather than being like, "I know, I've I've known for twenty hours now." Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. But it was very satisfying to actually find it, and it's on YouTube. And hmm. uh, how long is it? Twenty eight minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was I was like if it's like seven minutes I'll check it out but no it's and, and I I will live with your synopsis I did some reason it's based on a Ray Bradbury short story and, sounds it yeah and uh, which I was like as soon as I looked it up and I was right saw Ray Bradbury I was like this hundred percent checks out yeah. also why the fuck did they show this to school children yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a it was a made for TV special it was a BBC production so. They're like, look, you're British. Life is going to be disappointing. Let's <laughs> yeah. start you And we don't get a whole lot of sunlight. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're all hate each other. Mm -hmm. Nice. Thank you. Is, is there a comedy here? No. It, you know. Diarrhea. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. It's going to be hard to forget this. Yeah. Uh, so, Pablo Ruiz, 43-year-old man, San Antonio, Texas. Menudo? Having a, yeah, Menudo. Every, uh, he was having some uh, adult beverages. 
and he decided to light a firework off the top of his head. Yeah, yeah. It was a mortar-style firework, <laughs> and he's dead. Oh. Went down into his skull. Wow. Uh-huh. He's dead. He's dead. So in a dumb, dumb way. Is that the funny part? Dumb yep. He's a dumb, dumb. Okay. I mean, I've been drunk, but like, I feel like I still have. I can still discern things, but like, the juice is not worth the squeeze here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a big fan of best case scenario versus worst case scenario. Yeah, you could just pee right there, um, right out the door. Um, and if the best case scenario is fireworks go up i don't even want to do it if it's off the ground because mm-hmm. i'm not a child and i have like just an entire world of entertainment options that fireworks did, are fucking stupid. that didn't start in like 1100 fucking ad mm-hmm. um so i have neighbors that just keep fucking lighting them off mm-hmm. at random times huh it's not fun the thing, and, I, and I've listened to a bunch of podcasts this week that have talked about it, but I do, I will jump on the bandwagon and point out the fact that I love the irony of the people that are like, if you don't like America, you can suck it, and lighting off fireworks all the time, despite the fact that the fireworks are a Chinese invention. <laughs> I mean, they wear masks when they light them off so that they don't yeah. catch anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's... He's dead. But I can't imagine like living your, he's got a maraca. I'm in Menudo. Yeah. Living your whole life and like that's how your life ends. That's the end. Set a border off on your head. Yeah. I mean, how many people were expecting to die at a great white concert? I'd, I'd say. Probably th- most of I'd them actually. I'd say 30% of the people that went. Yeah. Yeah. And that was part of that was kind of part of the contract. I mean, I think most people who buy tickets to see Great White want to die. Yeah, they don't consciously know it. No, but they're like, it's this or noodling. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, this guy, Florida man. Actually, this one isn't that. Florida man. Yeah, so this guy, um, whoa, wrote a scathing obituary that for his father's death. Um, let me see if it. Uh, where is it? Dude's got a beard for days. Um, where's the goddamn obituary? Scabituary? Yeah. Uh, his love was abundant when it came to himself, but for his children, it was limited. It will be a challenging to miss Lawrence Sr. because he was a narcissist. He was incapable of love. And he also said that uh, it proves that evil does eventually die. Nice. Is this Larry Jr.? I think so, yeah. Um, I like it. Yep. This guy died at 81. So he lived a life. He lived a long life, much longer than he deserved. He He described his father in the obituary as a ladies' man, an abusive alcoholic, solidifying his comment... To, uh, to both with the path of destruction he left behind, damaging his adult children and leaving them broken. Yeah. You know the old saying, not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. I mean, if you got to leave a legacy. Nobody said what kind of one. That's true. Some people leave a leg- legacy fueled by homicidal Sasquatches. Right. I mean, and they're also, you need an appropriate villain in order to really secure your place as the hero yeah. in the story. The part they don't 
<clears throat> point out is Lawrence H. Pfaff. That's that guy's name. P F P F A F F. Okay, Faff. Faffing is, you know, kind of a thing. But anyway, people don't point out that Lawrence Faff was actually killed by Robert Pattinson. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, you know, who is Batman without the Joker? He's just some glittery vampire. Mm -hmm. With Amy Man hair. With what? Amy Man hair. Amy Man had a rat tail. Remember, like, Rat Pattinson had in Star Wars? Uh huh. What's happening right now? Hush, hush. Voices carry. <laughs> that was um, an Amy Mann joke for absolutely no one <laughs> listening to this podcast. I got it. Yeah. I Amy got Mann's it. this really grumpy lady who, yeah, who makes uh, a lot of, uh, awesome. well, mediocre yes, records. No, but more importantly, uh, she cut off her toe to try and get ransom money in the Big Lebowski. I would say her appearance in The Big Lebowski is far better than any of her solo records. Cigarettes and red vines is a fucking masterpiece. It's not. I don't think I know what she looks like. Magnolia. Come on. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Magnolia mm-hmm. soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember her. She's married to Michael Penn, older brother of Sean Penn. Ooh, he's uh, not great, right? No, you're thinking of Chris Penn. He's yeah. dead. He's dead. He was a younger brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Commonly confused with uh, Tom Sizemore as well. But he's way less gooder than Tom Sizemore, which is exactly how you say that sentence. Yeah, yeah. Tom Sizemore and Michael Ma- Michael uh, Madsen. Madsen get confused Man, a lot. Yeah. Is she considered hyphenated her name to Man Pen? Yes. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Amy Man Pen? It is weird that or Penman, her last name <laughs> and her husband's last name are both end in double N's, neither which are necessary for the. No. Yeah. But, but is a double N ever necessary? But she has a double E, double N. Yeah, she's a fool. <laughs> she spells Amy stupid. She spells Amy stupid. Is that someone kissing a cobra? Nope. Uh, so Colorado Springs man hopes to become the fourth person to push a peanut up up Pike's Peak with his nose. Guy's a dickhead. <laughs> you know who else were dickheads? The first three people who did this. If he was gonna be the if he was gonna be the first person to well the first three he was gonna become the fourth. Um, numbers. Uh, if he was gonna become the first person to do this, I would still think it was really stupid. But like, all right, you're pioneering stupid. You know. He's not using his nose. He has, yeah, he has a uh, kind of a a spoon attached to go-go gadget goggles. I'm not really sure what to call them. Um, he's a dickhead. So, being the fourth person to push a peanut up Pipe's Peak is almost as impressive as being the third singer for Van Halen. <laughs> cool, Gary Sharon. Manifest douchery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, from what I can tell, I should be able to get about a mile an hour. So it's a 12.6 mile journey uphill. Um, it has three miles of steps, which he thinks will be the most difficult part. Oh, so this isn't even him doing it. This is just him training. Yeah, yeah. you got to, you know, you got to. I mean, why? Well, how much? Do you think that kid is pep talking him like, like, uh, 
uh, Will Ferrell's character in uh, Talladega Nights. He's like, yeah, no. Dad, get your balls back. Get that peanut up the hill. No, I think this kid is upset that this is happening. And <laughs> the knows kid's like, that was my get, peanut. What he, the fuck? He is going to get shoved in a closet when the sun comes out mm-hmm. just as retribution for this man's actions. And he will only live in the rain. Yep. Thank you, Ray Bradbury. Mm-hmm. He is awesome, but that's I'd say Stuart. was. Uh, yeah, you know. His legacy lives on, bro. Um, so that guy's a dickhead. Mm-hmm. So this guy. Um, so you know, I think we've discussed this before, but if they popping is it? If you're <laughs> no, I'll show you the video. If you um, if you're rich in an African country, you've probably done something terrible. Mm-hmm. The most likely scenario is especially for someone from there so not a random white guy to be rich because a lot of random white guys are rich in in uh africa for like you know stripping their lands of everything valuable Mm -hmm. if you're if you're a native african you probably stole aid money uh of some sort so this man is uh taking part or is the subject of a corruption probe that is looking for what was it five hundred and thirty six million dollars that they're pretty much positive that he stole um <clears throat> so he fakes he fake faints and has a fake seizure when once they start asking him questions about it, and he got busted being extremely fake and then had to you know play in the pretend, yep, so yeah, you close your eyes if you're trying to sell it, buddy. <laughs> There he is, getting shaken around by the guy after him. This guy's going right in the mouth, trying to get that tongue. And uh, oh, I thought he's just trying to make him smile. <laughs> he's really getting in there. You don't put your hands, your fingers, in someone's mouth if you think they're seizing. They will bite your fucking fingers off. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you just don't care about it, I guess. Give him a donkey punch. Yeah, you give him a donkey punch. They'll wake right up, or at least spit their tongue out. Not all the way. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's a pretty great um, way to try to get around. Mm-hmm. Like as if, well, he had a little faint. I guess we'll abandon this effort. Uh, 536 million? I guess we won't find it. Guess what? Guess he was a little sleepy. Yeah, he's, he, he fainted. He fainted <laughs> out. Similarly... Um, to you know, stealing. Um, they just uh, they just indicted three people for stealing a bunch of handwritten eagles lyrics. I yeah. kind of read about that. Yeah. And one of them's one of the curators of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Really? Yep. Hmm. And they were were they trying to sell them? They're trying to sell them. I yeah. mean, through like, legitimate like auction houses too. Yeah, stuff like that that is so utterly specific. Like, yeah. Well, how are you going to get away with that? Well, so. They were stolen from Don Henley in the 80s from his home and sold to... The Hotel California. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. On a dark desert highway. Um, Is it east of Omaha? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think it's colitis. Uh Uh-huh. I like the Eagles. Well, it's Eagles, not the Eagles. Thank you very much. I like Eagles. Makes you sound like a a weird child. Yeah. I like Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) Probably <laughs> he gets it. I do get it. I just don't appreciate it. 
Yeah. Um, Thank you. I know what you meant. So, <laughs> a Rhode Island Duncan, which I hate that now, by the way. I hate it so much. Just, it. we know you got donuts, motherfucker. We know donuts are not good for you. We're going to buy them or we're not going to buy them. We, I don't need you to fucking throw around apostrophes and remove words. Mm-hmm. We know what you are. There's definitely a time for a jelly stick. It's an adjective. <laughs> oh, God. There's definitely a time for a jelly stick is not a sentence that you're just supposed to throw bandy about. You toss it out right before you're like, how about a round of tummy sorts? Yeah. (laughs) Definitely time for a jelly stick. (laughs) Did you see, did you see, did you ever see the SNL skit when Casey Affleck was on the fake Dunkin' Donuts commercial? Yeah, it's great. We'll, we'll have to watch that when this is over. It's no, it's no fart video, but it's pretty good. Cut your fucking nails, Mark. (laughs) Uh, so a a Duncan located in Cranston, Rhode Island, wanted to celebrate its 30th anniversary, as if people give a fuck, by offering free coffee for a year to the first 100 guests. However, a Facebook post announcing the event suggested it was limited to white Cranston reg- residents. Um, Duncan spokesperson uh, Kelsey Chester told... Um, the station that the seemingly racist offer was an unfortunate and embarrassing mistake. Uh, Chester said the Facebook post for Cranston store was copied from a post announcing a similar coffee giveaway in White Plains, New York. However, whoever performed the copy and paste said that it deleted the word paste Plains, but accidentally left the word white. It was pretty good though. White instead of plains. Mm, yep. Wow. Uh, maybe not. So yeah, white Cranston. It makes sense. From a, the order of the words you can see. Free coffee for a year for a hundred people. That seems like a lot. Maybe they're just hoping that those people aren't going to like. Plus the markup on that coffee. I mean, fuck who cares. I did get <coughs> so I went to Bull Moose. Recently moved to a different location in Portsmouth after twenty six years in downtown Portsmouth. Where are they now? They're um. Diagonally across, across the street from Best Buy, behind D'Angelo's. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But um, for Duncan, Duncan, yeah, yeah. They're just bull. They'll just they're just bull. <laughs> B-U-L-O we don't actually have any moose in here. Yeah. But they they advertise that um, first hundred people on their grand opening would get a free ten dollar gift card, and uh, yeah, they were just handing them out. What did you do with your ten dollar gift card? It's still in my wallet. I'm saving it for a rainy day. That one sunny day. Mm, well, there. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we got a, a product here. Products of our demise. I like this one. This is <clears throat> the camel, camel toe proof high rise thong. That's very wide for a thong. Well, this is the front. Here, we'll give you some. Uh, there should be a hyphen between those words. Wait. There you go. That's a thong, but it's it's a it's made to be specifically camel toe proof. Can we go back one? Back one. There you go. No forward one. Well, this is this is the uh, evidence here. He wants to look at her turd cutter. Oh, there you go. There you go. Scale of one to ten, what do you got? You're asking me. Never. Yeah. 
You're the one that wanted to look at it. I don't give a shit. Never been a thong thong guy. Yeah, it just it makes me feel uncomfortable because I don't like having a wedgie. Like if if I even get one like for a moment, I don't care for it. So this just seems like I would be uncomfortable all all goddamn day. Well, and while people are like, oh, it's super sexy. If I'm at the point where I'm seeing a woman in her thong. Chances are I'm going to see her bare ass soon enough anyways, <laughs> so who cares? Yeah. Well, it has nothing to do with efficiency. It has to do with like the, those moments of glimpsing it with some cloth involved is not going to heighten your arousal very much in that 10 seconds before you pull them down. What are you talking about? <clears throat> of it being... Sexy? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's got a butt, and it's a decent butt. Great butt. It, you know, it's all right. Um, so I was thinking up. I was. This has to have a better name. So camel oh, toe proof high rise thong. I thought you said we were gonna have to come up with some uh, some moose knuckle proof boxer briefs or something. <laughs> we can. Um. I don't know. So I was thinking like. Uh, like put I always I was sticking to alliterations like pussy protector seems a little on the nose. Um labia leveler <laughs> <laughs> consummate cunt cover. Mm. Yeah. Uh did you probably wouldn't sell a lot because uh <laughs> there's there is a certain demographic of women and it's most of them that don't like to refer to their genitals as a cunt. Okay. How about the the divot duvet? That's pretty good. <laughs> the beaver dam. The beaver dam. I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. How about the gasket? Gash gasket. Now you're just being rude. Yeah, I know. Come on. There's we have certain standards here that we try to abide by. Mm-hmm. Um clunge cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like the word clunge a lot. Mm-hmm. Something, some about something about the phonetic of clunge. Mm-hmm. It seems just a bit aggressive. Something you would have to cover up. Um, I, <laughs> I, I do like in old West movies when they use the word "cunny." Yeah, that's just not used anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any like ridiculous? camel toe tails no i mean i got out of a car once in portsmouth with my buddy chad and this woman was 50 50 yards away Mm. it's like meters but different um and it was so apparent like it looked like there was an inverted ham sandwich in her pants um it was aggressive and Mm. like we both like spotted it simultaneously mm-hmm. and just watched her walk towards us and in just kind of terror almost mm-hmm. it was like the pit of starlock come to come to life mm-hmm. in real time before us to bring it back to a star wars to be reference. fair the sarlacc is the creature that inhabits the pit the of pit, carcoon yeah, yeah. okay i apologize thank you and that's this is a perfect perfect wrap up, wrap up to where we were earlier yeah i'm about a three yeah i can make a sarlacc <laughs> joke I'm not going to get it all right. Right. 
Yeah, I did not. I kind of stumbled a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Russian judge didn't enjoy my landing. Yeah. Where, whereas you were like, and it's located next to the right. Uh, Grundle Mountain Range. Sand people always travel single file to hide their numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You got any other camel toe? I got. I. I. I really have no problem with the camel toe. It doesn't really bother me. No, it's it doesn't. A, but this one. This one was particularly camel toeous. I have the the style now of of. Of the young ladies, the high pants. Yeah, the high high the waisted m- thing. I I would imagine terrible. there's probably a, a higher instance of uh, camel tosis. It's a know? that's probably why these are coming out now. It's an epidemic. Mm-hmm. It, it was uh, uh, Did you call it camel Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> it it doesn't. It smells not quite like halitosis, but right. there's a smell. Yeah. It's very high in iron. <laughs> Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. The. Mm-hmm. My buddy Nat, uh, who's a bass player, got in over. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he played in Portsmouth for, for a while. He had an avant garde jazz uh, trio. And, uh, you know, they didn't really play songs, but they, I remember they had one tune that was called Camel Toe. Okay. Nice. Okay, it's kind of like a like an anal cunt tribute band. Similar, <laughs> similar. Um, not that I think anyone pays them any tribute. Mm. I they, just, the the lead singer of anal cunt is dead, right? I, I'm not sure. I did see an AC meme today, though. It was a, it's a, um, it's a um, Instagram account I follow, which they take. Photos that aren't of the band and then put a band logo on it because it reminds them of that. A lot of times, like, they'll use uh, people with, like, fucked up eyes and put the Radiohead logo over it, which is kind of mean-spirited. But um, they had a picture of Phil Collins from Genesis' most recent tour and wrote AC on it. Hmm. Yep. I gave up on trying to look up whether this guy was alive or dead. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, he's buddies with Phil Anselmo, who we were talking about in the last. Oh, episode. he did, he died of a suspicious, a suspected heart attack. Mm. Seth Putnam. Yep. Yep. He's real, real gifted. Yeah, he's a rascal. He was. All right. <coughs> All right. right. I the day started with, I had a, AC song title pop into my head when I pulled into the work today. No, he means air conditioner. Yeah. Well, I don't mean, be a child. Yeah, because I. Well, so my so I my friend Greg. He only Greg, likes half of ACDC. Yeah, my my friend Greg Murphy, his band. Um, their uh, oh yeah, their their band name is officially DBB because no one would book them because their band is called Drive By Bukaki. All right. Um, but then they had to explain to people what Bukaki was, and they're like, "Oh, I get it. No, you can't play here." <laughs> It's a good band name. Mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, I mean it's, it's not... It's no four-way lo- anal touch fight. But no, it's, it's not good. logistically feasible. Mm. Or it's hard. It's hard to set up. Yeah. Every, you need the, like one of those cars from the 40s with the suicide doors to really accomplish it. Yeah, and the target has to be in on it. Or at least real drowsy. 
<laughs> All right, cut it there. Cha cha cha. Cha cha cha. Wait, please wait. I see you did not heed my attempt to warn you. Sigh. Fuck it. Hey, yo.